0: This is the 5 o'clock News Block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by Special Light in Decatur and Benton Harbor. There's a good chance you've walked through a Special Light door when you go to a local restaurant, school, store, or plant. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. Governor Gretchen Whitmer is rallying voters ahead of next Tuesday's election, and she made a stop in Benton Harbor today to drum up support. Following news of the Leadwater Line Replacement Project in Benton Harbor being 99.6% finished, Whitmer was joined by Mayor Marcus Mohammed as the two celebrated the spirit of collaboration. This is collaboration at its very best. We had a problem, we got to work, we rolled up our sleeves, and we've delivered the results early. And that's what the people of Benton Harbor needed, and that's what they deserve, and I'm proud of the work we've done. Whitmer told the crowd at the livery the roads are getting fixed, the financial barriers to a college education have been moved, and classrooms are receiving a record investment. She told us opponent uh, Tudor Dixon's claims that the roads are not getting fixed are easily disproven. Drivers know there is road construction happening all across the state. People at Benton Harbor know that their water infrastructure has been fixed. My opponent says a lot of things critical of me and the work that we've done, but what she's never offered is an alternative solution. Don't vote for someone who doesn't have a plan to solve problems. With five days to go to the election, Lieutenant Governor Garland Gilchrist, along for the visit, told the crowd it's important to keep the pressure up until the last minute. Whitmer and Gilchrist led a crowd of more than 100 on a march to City Hall, where some young people registered to vote for the first time. The Southwest Michigan Planning Commission has outlined its projects in 2021 with its annual report released this week. Commission Planner Chris Martin tells us the agency releases the report each year to let the public know what it does. We focus on our big primary key goals, such as transportation and mobility, our asset management program, our ride share services that we offer, as well as our community development that we do. That includes trail expansion, regional food branding initiatives that we're working on, projects that we've done on economic development as well. Martin says the report also covers broadband and the Palisades Closure Recovery Plan. He says the Planning Commission works in more areas than many may know. You might catch a press release here or there, but we'd like to provide this summary and how a lot of our projects involve really good partnerships and coalitions with local units of government, other municipalities. The South of Michigan Planning Commission is one of 14 regional planning nonprofits in Michigan. It was created in 1971 and serves Barry and Cass and Van Buren counties. Its latest report says despite challenges created by COVID, the commission in 2021 was able to show adaptation and resiliency. Martin says an especially interesting part of the report is the section on broadband expansion. We have a link to the report at our website. The list of possible illnesses to worry about this fall continues to grow. Along with the flu and COVID, you can add pertussis or whooping cough to the list. Dr. Milan Hahn is the physician chief for pulmonary critical care at University of Michigan and says while whooping cough is often thought of as a child's illness, it's mostly adults who get sick. It causes a barky cough that can be really severe. And in adults, for those who have chronic lung conditions like asthma and COPD, it can ultimately even result uh, in hospitalizations. Dr. Hahn says it's especially important for adults that suffer from COPD or asthma to get vaccinated. Symptoms of pertussis include the seal-like cough that can also result in fractured or broken ribs. The Berrien County Board of Commissioners could approve a budget for 2023 next week. At a meeting today, the board held its 2023 budget hearing with Financial Services Director Doug James telling commissioners The proposed spending plan will be balanced reflecting revenues and other sources of revenue of just a little over 179 million dollars expenditures and other uses of 184 million dollars a little over and a use of fund balance of 5.3 million dollars james said several county revenue sources will increase in 2023 including property taxes the biggest source of county revenue the budget does not take into account the nearly $30 million in federal ARPA funds that the county has received. With more and more businesses allowing employees to work from home, we're now seeing more empty spaces and office buildings around Michigan. That's a problem for owners of those buildings who are now scrambling to pay off their monthly bills with fewer tenants in place. Matthew Pallets is the founder of Pallets Law in Troy, which is one of the biggest landlord tenant law firms in Michigan. He believes there are several good reasons for businesses to have workers back in the office again. Quite frankly, I think that's short-term thinking. I don't think that's uh, good to promote any sort of cohesion within a company. But when you're looking at times like these and you're robbing Peter to pay Paul, you're looking to cut expenses. And a lot of commercial tenants are going to have to make some hard choices. According to a recent survey, nearly a third of small business owners are currently not able to pay their rent, which has led to a rise in empty buildings and storefronts. As job openings continue to outpace the number of people unemployed, workers continue to make career moves. Robert Haft, a staffing firm's Neil Gilbert, says it's a good time to look for a job right now. The housing market is starting to slow down because because of mortgage rates. However, one of the things that we're seeing is that employment, at this point at least, seems very unfazed unemployment is still at 3.5 percent for degree professionals it's still below two percent gilbert says research shows that job hopping is a red flag for many employers also a strong referral can open doors and specialized skills are always in demand he says location plays into uh, pay and boomerang employees are back in force and St. Joseph-based SBJ Studios, formerly known as Shots by Josh, announced this week. He and Erica Hill Photography of and Springs are combining forces to form the premier photography studio in southwest Michigan. Both businesses will operate out of the former SBJ Studios location in St. Joseph, which will now be known as just The Studio. SBJ Studios owner Josh Fairbanks has become a popular photographer in Michigan thanks to his fire-and-smoke athlete photo shoots. He's also increased social media success around the world as a result. Hill, meanwhile, specializes in lifestyle photography. Fairbanks says that Hill has a wonderfully artistic, genuine, and touching style that will complement his dramatic, intense images. WSJM News now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM News now continues. Former President Donald Trump's legal team is firing back in court after New York Attorney General Letitia James said she wants to monitor his company's business dealings. More from ABC's Aaron Katursky. Lawyers for former President Trump said every commercial real estate firm should be concerned if the New York Attorney General succeeds in convincing a judge to install a monitor to oversee the Trump Organization. They called it a needless intervention into private business transactions. The New York Attorney General's office said the monitor is needed because the Trump organization is still committing fraud by valuing Trump's real estate portfolio far in excess of what it's worth, duping banks then into giving Trump more favorable loan terms than he deserved. Aaron Katursky, ABC News at the Courthouse in New York. Perplexed that it seems no one can win the gigantic $1.5 billion Powerball prize, are you? A big reason is that people are not buying as many tickets for each drawing as they did five or six years ago. When fewer people buy lottery tickets, a smaller percentage of the millions of possible number combinations will be covered and the likelihood of a winner drops. The next drawing for Powerball will be Saturday. Of course, it's not as though no one is buying tickets. It's ticket sales from the players that do buy them that fund the prizes and enable the jackpot to jump by $300 million after there wasn't a winner on Wednesday. After 19 days of presenting evidence against five members of the Oath Keepers militia group, the prosecution in Washington is finally arrested its case. ABC's Ike Agiochi has more. Jurors have heard testimony from more than two dozen witnesses in the past month in the trial of five Oath Keepers charged with seditious conspiracy and a range of other felonies tied to the January 6th attack on the Capitol. Investigators have documented the group's actions leading up to, during, and after the assault using seized text messages, audio files, and surveillance video. Defense attorneys say they expect their own presentations to stretch for at least another two to three weeks. Ike Ajachi, ABC News, Washington. Officials at the U.S. Embassy in Moscow have visited jailed WNBA star Brittany Griner just weeks after a Russian court rejected her appeal of her nine-year sentence for drug possession. A State Department spokesperson tweeted today, American representatives, quote, saw firsthand her tenacity and perseverance despite her present circumstances. He said the U.S. is pushing for the immediate release of Griner and fellow American Paul Whelan. He was sentenced in 2020 to 16 years in prison in Russia on espionage-related charges that he and his family say are bogus. The White House says the U.S. has made a significant offer to resolve the cases, but there's been a lack of, quote, good-faith negotiation by the Russians. President Biden is heading into New Mexico today to talk about his student loan forgiveness program currently being held up by a lawsuit. Six conservative states sued the Biden administration over the program, saying it was an overreach. But 26 million people have applied for the program, according to the Department of Education. Or maybe she's Karen Travers It's held up in court right now. The president trying to relieve up to $10,000 in federal student loans uh, for some Americans, up to $20,000 for other Americans. But they can't send that payment out. They can't send that relief out right now as it's making its way through the court system. It's a big blow to the White House because they really wanted to get some of that money out before the midterm elections to be able to say, hey, we're delivering for you as people start heading to the polls. Elon Musk wants to change how Twitter doles out its checkmark badges for verified accounts. While the blue check is at times viewed as an elite status symbol for the rich and famous, its purpose has always been to ensure that the people who in accounts tweeting are who they say they are. While Musk's exact plans aren't really clear, experts are raising concerns about the consequences of having a paid verification system. They fear it could leave anyone unwilling to pay vulnerable to impersonation and anyone who does pay the ability to have their Twitter presence boosted by logarithms. There's been a weather warning for runners in this weekend's New York City Marathon. Morph Maybe maybe sees Derek Dennis. It won't just be body temperatures rising during this weekend's TCS New York City Marathon organizers sending a notice to runners saying the race day forecast is for unseasonably warm and even humid conditions with temperatures topping the mid-70s. The notice advising runners to be well hydrated and to take advantage of multiple fluid stations along the 26-mile course. There's heightened concern after a 32-year-old man died in May shortly after crossing the finish line at the Brooklyn half marathon. This weekend's marathon expecting 50,000 runners back to full steam after the pandemic. Derek Dennis, ABC News, New York. Europe's largest nuclear power plant is relying on emergency diesel generators to run its safety systems after external power from the Ukrainian electric grid was again cut off. Fighting in Ukraine has repeatedly damaged power lines and substations that the plant requires to operate safety systems, That has forced operators to turn to backup generators to cool at six reactors. All six reactors have been shut down. Elsewhere, the human toll from earlier battles became evident again today when Ukrainian officials said 868 bodies of civilians, including 24 children, were found in liberated areas of Kharkiv, Donetsk, and Kyrgyzstan regions. A national police official also said 34 torture sites were found after the Russians withdrew from six regions. And October was a scary month at the box office. And not in a fun way, at least as far as movie studios are concerned. Morph maybe sees... Jason Nathanson in Hollywood. There were a few hits in movie theaters in October. I was reborn a god. Dwayne Johnson's Black Adam, the only hundred million dollar plus film. The horror movie Smile, a surprise hit. But overall, it was a depressing month. Not counting the pandemic year of 2020, the worst October in 21 years, well below last year. The theaters were restarting with No Time to Die and Dune and Venom Two. Four hundred and sixty-eight million dollars earned in North America this October, off 25 percent from 2021, the first time since 2001. October didn't break five hundred million. But still, this year will beat last year in revenue. Jason Nathanson, ABC News, Hollywood. WSJM News now continues with your weather forecast.